Welcome to a new edition of the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino. On this episode, we talk with healing guide, author, podcast host, and content creator Michael Martin. This author and sportsman has had a lifelong struggle with his mental health. For years, it controlled him and had a negative impact on his life. Prior to undertaking his healing journey, he hid the side effects of his mental illness under many different masks. In early 2020, life handed him a perfect storm of hurdles. These hurdles would open the door to change his life forever. We get into those doors and so much more. Enjoy this interview. Thank you for taking a minute out. And I want to begin everything with us with asking you, you know, how did you survive the two-year pandemic period of COVID? And how did it change you now that we're kind of coming out of it? Yeah, basically, the timing of COVID was really uh, unique for me because um, right on the onset of it, I was facing my second divorce, which left me homeless and, you know, a really bad place. And COVID ended up being a good way to cover that up because I didn't have to deal with interacting with a lot of people. But um, it also gave me a space to really dive into the outdoors since there's no, really nothing else for anybody to do. That's where everybody went, right? And um, in the course of that, I started to change my life because I realized sitting in my truck one night looking in the rearview mirror that what I was doing obviously didn't work since for the upteenth millionth time I've had to start over. And I needed to find a new approach. And um, podcasting also became a really big thing with COVID. And I came across one that I pretty much stumbled on in an interview where uh, the guy was talking about Marcus Aurelius and a lot of Stoic philosophy. And one of the quotes really tied into the last thing that was said to my face before my divorce was the fact that I had nothing left to offer my family or my wife. So, you know, I'm just kind of pointless to be here. That carried me down a very dark road till I heard that conversation. And uh, the quote that smacked me in the face was about how the adversity that I was up against was just an opportunity to showcase who I really was inside. And I didn't want my kids to, you know, think if I had given up that I really was this big failure. And it put me on this quest to rebuild my life in a much better form, a much healthier and uh, more supportive role for people that really, that I really cared about. It put life into perspective. So I went on this quest of trying to get my head right and deal with my depression and anxiety and learn to tap into t to, uh, new new angles to get there and it really drove me back into my roots which was growing up in the outdoors hunting fishing and all these cool adventures with my grandfather and when I stopped and I thought about what I was doing out there I realized in life day-to-day -day, in the day-to-day -day world I don't feel like I have any confidence but when I go out in the woods Man, I'm as confident as can be. I'm as safe as I can be. And I figured out a way to kind of bridge that gap and bring those outdoor skills into the real world. And I think that instead of taking those couple of years off like a lot of people did, 
I turned them into real active alive kind. And COVID, as weird as it is to say, was a very beneficial stage in my life. As much as it was a tumultuous time and, and there was so much that went into it, I consistently hear from so many people that it was definitely a time to calm down and to relax and to get to a better place. And, um, yeah, I, it, it's, I'm, I'm just blown away by how many stories, you know, as a podcaster yourself, you know, there's so many interviews that I do with so many people, and there overwhelmingly is so many good stories that have come out of this. And I think it's a testament to, you know, kind of the human condition to, you know, to do that and to be at that place. Um, and to be able to be resilient and, and get to that point. And I'm curious with your childhood, you know, how did you get to this point in, in your life where you had this motivation to, you know, do podcasting and to be motivated and, you know, the outdoors and all of that? Well, to refer back to that podcast that I was talking about, it really, it saved my life. So as I started to travel down my path of healing and breaking well, every mask that I used to hide behind, I realized that I wanted to contribute the same way. You know, the the guys that put the episode together that impacted my life, they'll probably never know that they changed my life. And I felt the same way. I was like, you know, I don't need to hear all these success stories. I just need to know that it's out there. And at some point, it's going to affect somebody. It's going to do the same thing for them. Take them from hiding under that rock, trying to take cover from whatever storm they feel is pounding down on them, to ultimately pushing that rock off of them and walking through the storm, realizing that there's better. You know, there's a better way of life out there for them as opposed to where they feel like they're stuck right now. Who would you consider role models or a hero for you? Man, there, there's been a lot of them, and it's really changed. I think over the course of this journey that I've been on, I would have to say one of my biggest heroes and role models has become Marcus Aurelius. And then... You can also bring that into a little bit more of a modern-day, I guess, context and more recent history and tie it to Daniel Boone and Davy Crockett and stuff like that. I, I draw a lot out of historical figures because, you know what, in a different context, they've gone through the exact same things that we face every day. They kind of left a roadmap. And it to me being able to turn to a book or some writings of the past to get those kind of inspirations is a lot safer than, I guess, diving into a full-on conversation with being a friend or just somebody that you don't know. But then again, it almost feels contradictory to say that because I do still, you know, engage with people to kind of bounce ideas off them and, if I was to look at that, I would have to say I'd probably go with a good buddy of mine named River Horse, who's a crazy outdoor adventurer, a crazy writer and everything like that, who really inspires a lot of the 
fishing adventures and hunting adventures that I go on nowadays. If you could meet one person alive on the planet today, who would it be? And someone that you would like to talk to, who would, who would you love to talk to or meet? You know, I would love to uh, pick the brain of Ryan Holiday and really just travel down this massive uh, wormhole of stoicism and philosophy. But then again, I'd also like to uh, sit down with Stephen Ranella and do the same. Because I feel like when you're Stephen Ranella being in the outdoor space, I feel when you're out there, you have a lot of time to think. And you put a lot of context on the whole philosophy and connection and things like that. And those kind of conversations just, they, they really pique my interest and they get the wheels turning. I love those sort of conversations. You know, the one thing that I find interesting about this modern phenomenon that's kind of really taken off with podcasting, as you mentioned, it was kind of a byproduct of the pandemic. You know, I've been doing these interviews that have been kind of coined, you know, because podcasting and it's iTunes or however it's distributed. It's just been kind of something that I've been used to because I've done interviews and journalism for so long. But I find that this whole realm of podcasting, obviously you going through what you went through, it seems like it was very therapeutic for you to be able to do this podcasting and to have these conversations. And I'm starting to realize more and more being a part of this new community and branching out from jazz musicians that there is really something that's very therapeutic and that is very beneficial. I think as divided as we are as people, I think if more people would reach out and understand and delve into what other people are doing on this planet, I think it could be a really good thing. And I find that podcasting is something that does that. Oh, you're absolutely right. I mean, I can attest to that because, you know, coming from a background that when I had that, life-altering moment, I was very extremely isolated. You know, I really shut myself off from everything. And for whatever reason, I decided to give this podcasting thing a shot. And it's it's been an evolution process for me. I used to be a musician. Well, I'm still I am an, a musician. I'm just not active nowadays. And I think back to those times in my life, being on stage, having that ability to uh, express myself kind of, you know, as an outlet. I always had something to hide behind, you know, being an instrument. And then moving into nowadays podcasting, I don't have that crutch anymore. You know, my expression or instrument is my voice. And that was one of the biggest things that, I had to overcome and learn to understand and accept. And then ultimately it's grown to like be something that I celebrate. And through the evolution of my podcast, because I had no big game plan with it. You know, there was no real roadmap I laid out. I just kind of let it preform and evolve. I started with just doing, you know, solo episodes where I'd talk about kind of where I was at and the lessons I was learning out of life and, all those sort of things, celebrating the journey a little bit. And uh, somewhere down the line, I ended up taking a break to tackle a very important event in my life. When I picked it back up, I was really surprised at how many people 
remembered that I was out there and got tuned back in. So I decided that it was going to push my little journey a little bit further and I was going to bring in and start tackling real issues that I needed to develop, which gets back to, back to that isolation aspect. And I began reaching out to people and doing what I called the campfire sessions. I was practicing dealing with social anxiety by having these conversations and then sharing them on the podcast. And that grew within me. It brought out the ability to actually start having these conversations, not only, you know, over over the podcast and also in person, but it's kind of, it's kind of gotten me to this place now where I'm not so afraid of it anymore, which has been cool. And it's also taught me to believe in myself. And it's something that I've always struggled with the ability to do. So, yeah, podcasting is, it's definitely a way to explore yourself and learn new abilities, new things that are kind of hiding underneath the surface. So let me ask you this. You know, if you kind of look back on your life, and I, you've obviously talked about going through a lot of stuff through the pandemic, and, you know, through the pandemic, we've had a dig into some heavy stuff about ourselves. If you could go, if you have a dream tonight, you run into your younger version of yourself, maybe in your early 20s, and you could give your younger version one piece of advice based on the wisdom that you've gained throughout all these years, what would you tell your younger version? You know, I would probably just... I don't know, I'd probably pull one of the most powerful quotes that Marcus Aurelius left behind is the fact that, you know, you sit there and you look in the mirror and you say, it's so unfortunate that all these things have happened or are going to happen to you. And then you stop and you look at the experience and where you're standing. And then you go, you know, it's not unfortunate. It's actually fortunate that all these things are going to happen to you down the road as I'm looking at my younger self because they're going to shape who you are. They're going to teach you lessons. Everything that you experience, everything that you go through is a learning event. You know, it's going to teach you something. It's going to give you an opportunity to test your philosophies, your thoughts, and see how they hold up. You know, see if all this stuff works in real time. And ultimately, it makes you a stronger person. But then, to get back to that quote, you know, it's fortunate that all these things happen because, number one, nobody can, nobody's going to handle the things that you face in your life the way that you will and come out the other side as strong as you're going to. You know, all these things are set up because nature lays out the path for you, right? So it never gives you anything you cannot handle. You just have to have the faith within yourself to walk through it. you got to embrace the suck, basically, to get to the other side. So as a writer, I'm curious, what was the book that you read, the first book that you really read that, like, opened your eyes up and made you think, wow, this is wonderful. Uh, You know, I've read a lot of things over the years, but I don't think I've read anything as intentionally as I've done over the past couple of years. 
And I would have to say the first book that really hit me was, in fact, reading meditations, you know, from front to back and just realizing that, you know, here's Marcus Aurelius, the most powerful man in his day, the king, the emperor of Rome. And he's facing all these crazy things, but yet he's writing to himself about dealing with depression, anxiety, and all sorts of different emotions that I'm going through. He kind of lays it out in a way that he walks himself through and builds a map, builds a bridge. And to put yourself in those shoes, it's like, man, if somebody else can do it, I can too. Because if you take away the title, you know, he's just a normal human being just like I am now. So when I read that and it clicked with me, it was kind of like this inspiration thing. Everyone has a perception of you, your family, your friends, your listeners, but ultimately you live your life. You have a perception of you. Who do you think you are? I feel as if where I'm at in life now is kind of like being a drifter. You have this, I don't know, there's there's like this um, feeling that you belong in life, you do what you're doing, and you hold the most important things dear to your heart and you live every day to celebrate and honor them. But yet, there's that freedom to venture and chase the next adventure, which is really what I live for. That adventure and those different colors to put on the palette to paint, basically, you know, to paint the picture of my life. And I think when you hold those values true, it really, it makes you a strong, honest, authentic, and sincere human being. And that's how I kind of see myself. What's been the best fan letter or response you've gotten from your podcast? Oh, man. I'll tell you what. I, uh, right around Labor Day, actually, that weekend, I got this email from somebody that's been a long-time listener in my local area who uh, just got out of, just got their hunter's safety certificate. They wanted to go goose hunting. They reached out and, you know, hey, I want to go, but I don't know where to go. I said, you know what, let me do something better than just tell you where to go. Let me take you out. And we got together on Memorial Day. I took them to uh, one of my old favorite spots. We had an awesome hunt, but more importantly, while we were sitting there calling in geese and during the downtime, he was telling me about how uh, he's battling with depression. And... You know, it feels like life's falling apart. And to, you know, not get too deep into the story, the personal aspects of it, the fact that my podcast is motivating him to continue on and to keep trying really, really touched my soul. Wow, dude, that's, 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 that's heavy, man. That's great. Um so if anybody out there wants to learn more about you, your writing, your podcast, anything related to your world, where's the best place for them to go to do that? 
the best place to go is for Camp of Healing, which is projectmyfleeoutdoors.com. And I call it the Camp of Healing because that is base camp. You can get to everything from right from the website. You know, all the articles that I put out are there, links to the podcast, which is called Project Mindfully Outdoors. That's available on, I believe, just about every platform that you can get a podcast on. Um, Social media, you can find me on Facebook, Mike Martin. I'm on Twitter. I'm more active on Instagram at Project Mindfully Outdoors. And that's pretty much the heart of it is I like to keep it simple and just work everything off of the website, which again is projectblanklyoutdoors.com. Man, this has been great. Thank you for opening up. I'm glad that we could orchestrate the right time to talk and to get together. So good luck with everything, man. I really appreciate it. Not a problem. Thanks for taking the time out to talk to me. Thanks for tuning in to another famous interview with Joe Domino, where we cover the world of art, literature, and music around the globe. If you want to hear more interviews, visit the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino channel on YouTube. Thanks again for listening, and until next time. Mm-hmm.